Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. And we hope that you enjoy today's episode. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for hanging out with us again. Me and J.O., that's Jordan Ogden, uh, are here talking today about reflections on 2021. Hopefully, last week you were with us. We talked about sin. Yes. Yes. Uh, you need to talk about that whether you wanted to or not. Uh, kind of four key areas to deal with our sin. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on last week's four ways to deal with sin? How did that help? Well, I was convicted and yeah. talked to my wife about it and just... Uh, I have one of the old world mandate shirts, and it says, uh, says "Sign me up." Mm, yeah. So I re-signed up for uh, submitting to Jesus reigning in my life and uh, giving Him everything I have and confessing wow. my my son. So wow. There, there well, go. then that was a good podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if, if the hosts are letting Jesus rule and reign in their lives, then at hey. least we're getting something out of this. Amen. Hope, Amen. Everybody else is too. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, hey, what's today's topic? Yeah. So, you know, Thanksgiving week here. So, we want to say happy Thanksgiving mm. uh, to everyone. And we've been talking about um, observations from this last year that you've been having. And today we want to get right into that core center of the bullseye. And we want to hear, you know, Jesus himself, our direct abiding connection with him or lack thereof. So take us there. Yeah, well, I want to, I want to share a key scripture most of you are familiar with. You've heard me share through the years, but it's, it is 2 Corinthians 3, 16 through 18. I want to read it here. It says, Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Mm. Whoa. When we turn to the Lord, we can see clearly. Now the Lord is the Spirit. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. But we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord Jesus, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as uh, by the Spirit of the Lord. Woo! Great passage. Great passage. So, um, you know, where I want to start with that is that when we turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. We see. So every time I turn to the Lord, moment by moment, Mm -hmm. I see. When I turn to self, I don't see. Right. When I turn to the world, I'm blinded. Mm. So if I turn to self, I can't see. If I turn to the world, I'm blinded. But if I turn to Jesus, Mm -hmm. I can see by the Holy Spirit. So for me, I'm so grateful that um, when I was first just submitting everything in my life to Jesus, I worked in business in Houston, and God spoke to me, John 15 is your key verse on abiding in, in, in Jesus. And so I'd read it every day, and I'd think about what's it going to look mm. like today, and where am I going to stay connected to Jesus in that sales appointment and that business opportunity. When I come home at night to my apartment, what's that going to look like? Right. What am I going to do? What activities? And um, what I found was I got addicted to abiding in Jesus. Wow. And then what I also found was the wisdom of God for things that I never could have figured out on my own uh-huh. were stunning. Wow. So, so, so maybe let me just say it another way. There are books out on being a better Christian businessman. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually read the books during that season. Mm-hmm. I just said, I am with Jesus and I'm going to work. Right. So Jesus, how do you work? Right. How do you want me to work? Yeah. How do you want me to handle these things? And by abiding 
and using the word of God, there was wisdom that I, there's no way as a young man I could have had that. Right. But I would be stunned in awe of God at right. the end of the day. Right. Not just like, wow, I did better right. or not. And, and I was learning how to share the gospel with the poor. I'd go down the inner city of Houston on the weekends and I'd share the gospel and with this gospel mission group, uh, 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 African-American team of folks. And I, I would go down there by myself on right. Friday nights and I'd learn to share the gospel. Wow. And I, But it was abiding in Jesus. It right. wasn't just like, I'm going to go be a better evangelist. Uh-huh. Or, um, you know, I was learning how to handle finances for the first time. Uh-huh. And... Yes, and the Bible's full of admonitions. So I would look up the scriptures on it. Right. But I would say, ultimately, Jesus, what do I do? Am I a fool to give away 50% of what I just earned? Uh-huh. If I could, I felt like the Lord told me to do that. And right. then I realized biblically that wasn't foolish. Sure. And so just trying to use the Bible and Jesus as my frame of reference for decision making. Right. Instead of the latest book that was out, mm-hmm. Christian or non-Christian, to make me a better person. Ooh. So it's not, so to me that sounds a, a, like a simpler way to live, mm-hmm. less complex, and so I'm gritting everything through my abiding in Jesus. Yeah. That doesn't. What I don't hear you say is that I can't make use of helpful resources, right. Christian or non-Christian. Yeah, sure. But those can't be my first go-to. Yes. I need what we've talked about: first love. Yeah. God being first importance. Sure. Yeah, so, so, so again, back to 2021, what are my observations of this? I started with this scripture as the veil's open, we turn to the Lord, we're being transformed into Jesus' likeness. My observation is we are still looking for what are the three points, what are the five points, mm. or who's the latest podcaster or most influential person who has stimulating thoughts on the issue. Right. I'll just believe them, trust them, or do that. Mm. For me... What in my observations as a pastor of 35 years, let alone this last year, mm-hmm. is that somehow I forgot point five on the five points of being a better Uh-oh. business person okay. in the moment. Okay, well, so if I don't if I don't have direct access to Jesus, if I don't believe that Jesus is present, uh-huh. if I don't believe the Holy Spirit is speaking to me, and I can't access Him in that moment of this business interaction, or if I blocked Him out because now I I know what to do. Or I blocked Ooh. him out because I don't don't um, um, I haven't cultivated a devotional relationship with him. Sure. Then I'm going to keep missing it. Right. Not because I don't have a, because I just have a bad heart mm-hmm. because I'm disconnected. Right. So some people would say, you know, talking about this spiritual connection with Jesus, I just don't feel it. And that's why I just give me the principles. Just give me the five things to do to be Ooh. a better husband, wife, parent you know, whatever the issue is, business person. And I just want to say, I wish I could do that for you, and I wish it were that simple. Mm -hmm. But the bottom line is, my connection or lack of connection with Jesus and my ability to hear or not hear God through the Word of God, by the Spirit of the Lord, is the determination of both the satisfaction the and the glorification of Jesus, the mm-hmm. satisfaction in Jesus, mm-hmm. and the richness of my life, and ultimately in eternity, the value of my life. Right. Um, and if 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 that doesn't become the main thing that I'm spending my energy on, right, then I'm going to keep missing it over and over again in the name of trying to be better. Right. H- help me unpack that thought a little bit. Well, so. Yeah, we if we're if we're going to go back to the scripture you referenced when you were in those early days down in yeah. Houston. Yeah, you said John fifteen. Right. So in that same passage, 
Jesus could not be clearer on how you live a fruitful life. We're right. talking about eternity. Yeah. We all want our lives to count for eternity. Right. And so he's, I, I think it's very practical to cultivate a relationship with Jesus because Jesus himself said, right. you can't bear lasting fruit apart from me. Right. So talk to us a little bit more on yeah. fruit bearing. Because yeah. I, I, I think that it's so, so practical to cultivate that devotional life with Jesus. So when I'm in these situations and I do forget point number five, right. I can just turn, not turn inward to self-actualization or self-resource right. say, God, I need you. Yeah. Right. So to uh, say a little yeah, bit more uh, on that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So uh, let, let's put it in the context again of relationships. Okay. So um, we know each other and we're getting to know each other better. Mm -hmm. So if somebody asked me, what does Jordan believe? I said, well, he believes the Bible's the authority uh, of God. He believes in uh, loving his wife. He believes in being a good parent. I know what you believe, mm -hmm. but the more I get to know you, I can. I know not only what you believe, but how you feel about it, mm. uh, how you express that, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are. Right. So the more we know each other, the more I can speak on your behalf, mm. and the more I know what you would do in a situation. Right. Now we're talking about humans, humans. but let's take it vertical. Yes. Jesus is looking for friends, mm -hmm. right? In John fifteen forty, he yeah. says, "You're my friends. Right. If you do what I command." So, I. I want to be a friend of Jesus, right. and I want to stay connected to him in everything that we're doing. So it really is what would Jesus do, mm -hmm. but not in a principle-based That's good. deal. Right. But it's, Jesus, what are you doing might be the right question. Yep. What are you doing right now? How should I respond here? We're right. talking to Jesus about everything right. so that we don't always hear a voice say, do this, do that. You know, make this decision, but we do have a sense of peace uh -huh. or not. Uh -huh. We have a, a, a sense of um, of uh, hey, this this seems like this is like Jesus. This seems not like Jesus. Right? Um, does this does this uh, is this full of good fruit? Does it? You know, what I would always say, does it feel like Jesus? Taste like Jesus? Look like Jesus? Uh -huh. Then I'm good and with probably. it. Probably. Yeah, but if it doesn't, uh -huh. then that business interaction that me coaching a sports team, did that look like Jesus? Uh -huh. uh, you know, right. whatever the interaction might be. It's got to be about Jesus because apart from him, we can do nothing. Now, here's the key to that phrase. That's John 15, 5. The, the issue on that is you can do a lot of stuff apart from him. Yeah. You can do a ton of stuff in his name. Uh -huh. I could tell you what you believe and never have a relationship with right. you because you wrote on a piece of paper for me what you believe. Right. This is what Jordan believes. I just keep repeating it. Uh -huh. But when I know Jordan, I can speak on his behalf in a way that's meaningful. You really know him. Uh -huh. Right? When I talk about Jesus... Mm -hmm. I want to talk like I know him. Right. And 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 I think my concern for me mm -hmm. is that I I've got to go deeper. Mm. I, I got to I got to go deeper where I'm talking about my friend. Right. I'm wanting to honor my friend. Mm -hmm. I'm wanting to walk with my friend. I'm wanting right. to hear from my friend. Right. And I don't treat my friends like it's my friends aren't its. Right. They're not tools. Right. They're not principles. Right. They're people. People. And when they are present, I talk about them differently when I'm evaluating them than when they are not present. Right. And that's sad sure. at times. And sometimes it's just logical, yeah. right? But um, I know I'm rambling a bit here, but there, there, there's something the Spirit of God's trying to. Yes. 
He's trying to cultivate friendship again with his people right. where it's intimate and it's real and right. it's knowledge based on experience, right. not just head knowledge based on principles. Right. And I, and I, I wonder if, I wonder if as we you know, talk about the observation from this past year, if you would have any insight into where people have um, had pain or been burned in a, sure. in a human friendship. Right, yeah. And if that then has been like, well, maybe Jesus is also going to treat me like that. And so even though, Jimmy, sure. as I'm listening to you, of course, yeah. I want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, I don't what, what would you say yeah. to that person? Yeah. So, and again, I can tell you the right answer because I'm 100% convinced of this, what I'm about to say, not because it's just coming from me. I, I think the scripture supports that. History supports it. But it's hard to do, right? It's it's a thousand choices, mm. um, and that is this: all friendship takes time. Mm. And I have spent hundreds of hours right. looking at John fifteen right. one through fifteen, mm-hmm. uh, literally hundreds yeah. of hours, yeah. like thinking about every bit, memorizing, rememorizing, right. chewing, rechewing, right. evaluating. How did my day go in light of John fifteen? Right. I have literally spent hundreds of hours or in possibly thousands around that construct and then hundreds of hours looking at who Jesus says he is mm-hmm. in Colossians 1 to Hebrews to right. you know throughout the scriptures looking for Jesus right if you've never done this exercise here's a great exercise read through the New Testament in 2022 looking for Jesus wow not looking for self right not to get, to get, to get give me get, get looking for a devotional thought to make me feel better mm-hmm why don't you look for Jesus? Wow. And when you find Jesus, you'll be stunned by Jesus. And when you're stunned by Jesus, you'll begin to own a bit more of who he is. Mm. And you'll begin to adapt more to him. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you'll find yourself happier, holier, more joyful. Right. And I'm getting convicted while I'm talking about sure. my own life. Right. Um, but that takes time, man. Yeah. And I give time to the relationships I value most. Right. And, and I would say that um, our horizontal hunger for community to be all in all and mm-hmm. somebody to meet all my needs because I had vacuum in my family or I've had vacuum in disappointments or whatever, that's just not going to work in this right. hour. Right. Um, the richness of our vertical or horizontal relationships are directly dependent on the richness of our vertical relationships because I come to both give and receive in a relationship, but I have nothing to give if I'm not connected to Jesus. So I think that, I think that my number one thing is it takes time to meditate on who Jesus is. It takes time to see who, how he reveals himself, but not to prove anything, Mm -hmm. not to become more knowledgeable just for knowledge sake, but to truly have Biblical knowledge, which is to know him, knowing knowledge, right. not just intellectual knowledge, though right. both are needful to right. know somebody. So I think time's the deal. Yeah. And the and the pull, I mean, whether we're here in Waco, Texas, yeah. or on the other side of the world, the pull of the world and the demands, I mean, honestly, it's something that you and I yeah. talked about way, you know, years ago, which would be the different soils. Yeah, right. So cares of the world, right? Deceitfulness of riches, desire for other things. things. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying, it's like even in your own life, and I'm certainly yeah. in there that you know there's a vacillating between yeah I'm there and I'm getting pulled. Yeah. 
but then the wisdom of God being to come back to, okay, I need to reprioritize almost on a day, if probably on a daily basis, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm coming back to Jesus as number one. Yeah. And then just saying like this morning, I had some anxious thoughts. And sure. so just being like, well, what do I, what do I know? Jesus, what I, I'm casting the kids. He cares for me. It's first beer five. I'm casting those yeah, right. uh, on him. But then I'm saying, Lord, I'm recognizing there's something going on in, in my heart to where I need you to. Yeah. So how, yeah. Say a little bit more on the yeah, time. Yeah, thing. yeah. So um, uh, I think that back to uh, you said something that I want to kind of build on. You said, you know, I need to daily realign. I need to moment by moment mm. realign. So and not in an anxious way, but in a in a um, uh, what's the word to to live as if the heavens are open in the throne room. Yeah. Not because it is right. right? <laughs> because Jesus is present in this conversation, like. Right. If we could see right. he's literally present right. by the Holy Spirit as we're dialoguing about him. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is both awe yeah. and, and awkward. You know, like, okay, Lord, we wanna wanna honor you in this uh-huh. conversation. But my but I know that. And when the more I just observe that, it doesn't not only does it not make me anxious, it actually gives me great peace. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have an outcome. Right. I don't have to prove anything. Right. But if I honor him and I'm listening to him and I'm listening to you and I'm trying to, in this conversation, we're trying to help our listeners, our friends out there, we're just going to find a satisfaction in life that we can walk out of a a little podcast interaction. We could say, hey, we did that with Jesus. I really, I just felt good about that versus, man, I wonder if we did good or we didn't (laughs) do good or did we parse that theological perspective perfectly or not. Those are needful evaluations, but even that's in light of God. Did we honor you? Yes. Did we? Uh, were we true to your word? It, it, but it's all about Jesus. Right. Uh, it's not about trying to prove something to the world around mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And um and 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 again, maybe uh, that's what I'm trying to get at this morning. As I was praying about our podcast, right, is. When we are sharp about it truly being about Jesus, uh-huh. His glory, uh, our, our life's ambition is to be like Jesus, mm-hmm. our life's ambition is to reflect Jesus, then abiding makes total sense. Right. And slowing down in, internally makes total sense. Right. And talking to God makes total sense because I want to glorify Him, I want to reflect Him, yes. uh, you know, and, and, I, and I want to change and be like Him. So I'm... I'm I'm going to work on abiding as my central job. Yes. And um, it has to be your central job or you Mm -hmm. don't do it. Right. And we can never hear that too much. Yeah. I think especially, uh, and this can be our last thought uh, today, especially in the holiday time. Yeah. And I think as pastors, every year we're wanting the people that we're trying to serve to come back and so that's why we give handholds and yeah. consider doing this. Yeah, yeah. It's not just in the holidays, but because of the demands sure. and the pulls. So give give us a closing thought on that as we are entering the holiday yeah. season. Yeah. Let's do it let's do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> I, I was uh talking about the three things, the five things, but you that's that's how we work. We always when I say when I feel discombobulated, I always mm-hmm. say what are the three things I can do today? Okay. So what are the three victories yeah. I can get today? But if one of those or actually if number one is not connect with Jesus in a meaningful way, right. 
then the twos and threes that help me feel in control or that I did something meaningful or helpful during the holidays. Right. I need those, but if they're disconnected from Jesus, then they're right. very short-lived. Yes. They give me uh, deliverance for a day, but they don't cause me to be free for a lifetime. And right. so so number one's always got to be, what is, what is so when I see during the holidays, what is um, my devotional life going to look like during the holidays? Right. That's my number one thing. Yeah. And actually, you're helping me again today. Is all my kids and grandkids are going to start coming in. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, who are the meaningful relationships that God's highlighting during the holidays? Mm-hmm. And how do I spend time with them? Right. So what, when am I going to take a walk with them? When am I going to initiate uh, with them? It gets very, very practical. Right. And maybe thirdly, who can I pray for or who who needs not just uh, relational attention, but who who is God highlighting that we need to rescue during the holidays? Because mm. these days, it's not just, hey, let's have food, family, and fun, uh-huh. which is I believe is absolute central to God's heart. But then who needs a rescue? Uh-huh. If those three prayers are prayed going to Thanksgiving, right. um, they're all there. Yeah. There, there's nobody in life. Like, let's just say, oh, we got a perfect family. Everything's great. Mm-hmm. We're going to get time with Jesus. We're going to have food, family, and fun. Well, then maybe you as a perfect family can say who needs rescued right. in the community or in our neighborhood or yeah. who could use a meal or a pie or whatever the deal is. Yeah. So I believe in those three things, but mm-hmm. they're all around love God, love others, you know, yeah. and Jesus loves that stuff, likes to speak to us about that stuff. So right. I get excited about what he might do. Right. Because I'm focusing on the right things. Yeah. And that's, and that's, so here's, here's how we'll close. Yeah. That I was really eager to hear that first one yeah of because the demands during the holidays i have found as a pastor yeah that the first thing to go is what we're, what we're trying yeah. to make the bullseye yes exactly always the first thing to go it's always yeah. the first thing to go yeah and so it is if i'm if i'm taking away anything from this today it is god have mercy like be merciful to me in your wisdom bring me back mm. to that center place because mm. I want to do those other things. Yes. Like you and I've said, I don't want to do them and just give them. Yeah. Right. Even my kids. It's like, yeah. oh, here, blah, blah, blah. I want to give them something from the presence of God mm. and influence them in that way. Amen. Amen. So happy Thanksgiving, everybody. If you do those three things, Jesus devotional life, how do we create meaningful relationship? Who, who's God focusing on and who's somebody that needs to rescued? Man, I promise it'll be the best Thanksgiving you ever had. Uh, and then we want to pick this conversation up the day after Thanksgiving or a couple of days after because I want to keep talking about Jesus. Sure. I know you do too. <laughs> Let's do it. But I think this transformation piece yeah. would be greatest lesson learned that Great. we want to keep up with. Great. All right. Love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.